Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Santanya Davis. She is an author, artist, speaker, and motivator. Santanya, thanks so much for being on our show today. Thank you for having me. So you wrote a book, and as you're telling me prior to the podcast, it, it's, it's quite moving. So please tell us about your book and why you wrote it. Of course. Um, so I wrote the book about uh, uh, my son. His name is Rashawn Donaldson. And uh, he actually suddenly passed away about a year and a half ago on his 24th birthday. Um, and he was on vacation with some friends um, and he did have an accident while he was on vacation. And so of course we got the phone call that no parent wants to get um, about their child having an accident. So um, the book is, a, it's a pretty amazing story and it's about kind of my spiritual journey and things that I felt um, God was sharing with me as well as with my family uh, during a very difficult time. Well, first of all, I commend you for your courage. We just had another guest and she talked about some really challenging time she had as a, as a kid. So for you, was it something that you really, really, really felt called that you had to share? Because I mean, that's a very, very challenging loss and it's been a year and a half. And so as a mother, as you said, it, it's challenging. So was it something that you, you really felt that you were called to, to share? Because it's such a personal loss. Yes, um, I definitely, because um, again, I never aspired to be an author. Um, and I definitely felt like it needed to be shared because there are a lot of parents, um, and I've met a lot of parents since I wrote the book, um, that have lost children and wow. that have been inspired by the story as well. So, you know, it's not just a tragic story, but it's a very encouraging story as well. Well, tell us about it. I mean, is it autobiography or are there lessons that you want to teach? I mean, just dive into the book a little bit for our listeners. Sure. Um, it's actually uh, just written from my point of view on things that I visually saw um, that were actually happening. It's very detailed um, as far as even down to the description of raindrops in certain parts of the book, just because I write the way that I paint. So I'm, it's very descriptive. Um, and most people that have written the book um, say that they feel as though they're actually there when it's happening. Um, and for me, um, it, it's a very, it was a very spiritual journey. It still is uh, now to this day. Um, it challenged me as a mom, um, as a woman, as, as a young mom as well. Um, because I am only 42 now, I'm 42, but um, he's my oldest son, my only son um, that I had as well. And so I just felt impelled to share the story um, of, you know, what happened, how it happened, but I felt as though it was a part of the purpose for his life um, was for him to pass away the way that he did because it brought so many of us together. Um, and as I've told several people, he chose the place where he passed away. He was surrounded by his friends um, that loved him. Um, 
And so, what yeah, it, it, it was. Can explain because I. Um, he he um, actually died in an accidental drowning. Yeah, so although describe... he was an amazing. Go ahead. No, so you just you describe that scene of him drowning and then after the math. I mean, again, the book is I'm still unclear about like what you write in the book. So you do you, you talk about how you raised him and then how it happened or you just start with him passing away and then you kind of share how you felt and you just kind of want to understand like what you know, this is a glimpse of the story, you know, so if you could share with us. Of course. Of course, the beginning of the book um it's actually it introduces the drive because we live um, in one city, which is in Dallas at the time. And he was on vacation in Austin. And so we had to drive from here to there. So the book starts on the journey there. Um, and of course it rained um, from the time that I think I got the call, it started sprinkling then. Um, and so the story takes you through all of the rain that actually happened the whole time until because they actually had to find him um and he wasn't found until the next day he went underwater the day before his birthday and he was found on his birthday by the dive team and it rained the whole time until he was actually found um and so the story takes you through all of that uh through part of the investigation um that actually occurred um, because again, the dive team was called and then it also takes you back through the journey of us preparing for his funeral, mm. um, us calling our other children and notifying the family and things like that um, as well. And then it takes you through also portions of his childhood and describes him as a person and, and you know, how he was and how he loved people and how he was energetic and he loved to work and loved to be around people. Um, and it also talks about his friends and his relationships and, you know, just what kind of person and what kind of son uh, and what kind of brother he was. Um, and then it also ties back into our family and kind of how we have been able to deal with everything. Um, and in addition to that, the book is called Iridescent because he, Rashawn, actually had a conversation with his friends, which they typically did over dinner. Um, and they, for some reason, they talked about what he wanted to, what they all wanted to be. Um, if they died and they ever came back, what would they want to come back as? And his choice was a hummingbird. Um, and he said, because then he could be free to go where he wanted. He loved to travel. Mm. And a hummingbird's wings are iridescent. And that's where the title of the book comes from. Um, and when he passed away, when he was found, uh, there was a large hawk that flew over where the dive team was searching. And after he was found and his body was recovered, that same hawk actually flew over the vehicle that his body was in. And then at his funeral, um, when he was buried at the cemetery, there was a huge hawk that displayed himself over um, his grave and where we were all standing to the point where we could get it on video because it was that close. And so for us as a family, especially for me, I just felt as though God was speaking to me and saying, I have him. He's okay. Yeah, that's so powerful, Santanya. Thank you so much for sharing again, such a, a personal story and a, and a, and a powerful one. Um, of course. Yeah, that, that's, that's amazing. So when you share this story, what's the response? 
Um, a lot of tears. Um, usually, um, almost 100% of the feedback that I've gotten is that it's hard to read in the beginning. I feel like I'm there. I feel like it's me going through that. Um, and then following that is usually I couldn't put the book down. I read it in a day. Wow. Wow. Well, Santanya, thanks so much for sharing your story because I know your story can really help and inspire and really help people understand grief and loss. How can our guests stay in touch with you and, and, and read your book? Of course, um, I can be reached on Facebook under Santanya Davis, LLC. I can also be reached on Instagram at Santanya underscore Davis. And my website is SantanyaDavis.com. Santanya, thanks again for being on our podcast. And we appreciate you sharing this very important story. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you want to turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.